I, I have to admit, I do wonder what Man United are all about. I don't know, they do <laughs> Monday to Friday when they're training, I swear. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but they seem to make it work somehow. It's like, it's like you know when you're like, you were at school, right, yeah? And like, it would be football for PE. And like yeah. people come with their football boots and some people will have their kits or whatever. They've got the shorts on, they've got the shirts on. Like, they're doing it properly, right? And there's this one kid, right, with his plimsolls. He doesn't have any shin pads on. He's just got his socks on, yeah, and he's wearing like a vest. And, and you, you just think, right? This this boy's coming here to die today. And and like every every week, he just pulls it off, and you don't know how. Yeah, he's bagging in the goals, and you can't see. put your finger in it. Okay, it works, but it doesn't look like it should work. Um, welcome everyone to episode 47 of uh, FPL Bros. You're listening to Kojo, the Black David Mitchell, and I've got Derek and, and Jamie with me. How how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm um, I'm not too bad. Seen better days, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, not not so bad over here. Arsenal, Arsenal, some Arsenal keeping my spirits up, but FPL is bringing them down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like that. You've got to take take the the rough with the smooth. But uh, it's been quite a week, uh, as I was saying before. Been quite a week. Um, not probably quite as predictable as it is usually footballing wise. So uh, at least that's been keeping things interesting. But yeah, <laughs> FPL wise has been very very disappointing. Um, but well, not for our team though. FPL Bros is killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't do anything to the team. And yeah. Well, um, as they say, less is more. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm sure we would have benched Dallas if we'd been messing around with the team. But we didn't. Yeah. And then he came in with like r- ridiculous score. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right, then. I'm not going to waste any more time. Just looking back on our game week 31, because it's a while since we've done the pod, but uh, 31 was the last game week uh, for all of us. Uh, I'm going to start, sorry, I've probably got the lowest score. Um, I got 44. It was actually 48, but I took a minus four to bring in uh, Diogo Jota. And (laughs) yeah, he he, he didn't do anything. Uh, I also brought in Salah, who did do something, uh, but I captained Hunderhan. And, you know, I, I know we always talk about Pep Roulette. You know, it gets brought up at least 20 times per season. But I'm really off with this particular round of Pep Roulette because I thought to myself, Hunderhan's not the kind of person who, like, plays 30 minutes. Either he plays or he doesn't. And, well, boy, <laughs> I, was a, I fell for that one, didn't I? So his one point turned into two for me. And... Luckily, Ollie Watkins came on because Calvert Lewin didn't play. Uh, but I've got 14 points on my bench. Um, oh my so yeah, big smiles, big smiles all round. Love that um, for you. Who, who wants to go next? Yeah, I'll go I'll, next. I'll go on then, Derek. I had a similar week to you. I captain Mane. <laughs> oh god, right. two points for my captain, and I had 12 points on my bench in the form of Bamford and Dunk. Which wow. really, uh, um, lucky for me, J-Ling's kind of saved me um, having an embarrassing week, but I finished on 39 points. 
Oh, wow. Okay, I wasn't the worst then. All right. All right, you guys have really saved my blushes, to be honest with you, because I thought I was coming here to like to say I did dreadfully, but I got. In fact, I topped the group with forty six. <laughs> I did all right, but I was similar to you, uh, Kojo. I had a, I had a bit of a mare with my captain. I captained the yeah. Bamiyang, which in every other week it should be decent, quite a, quite a solid player, should be playing. Unfortunately, he caught malaria in Gabon. When he did the qualifier, so he was out. Oh, right. And then that meant my vice captain, Gunduan, and I, oh, got, yeah. I, co- I collected two points there. Um, I think Dallas sa- saved me. And uh, I actually had quite, like, looking at my midfield, it was relatively strong. So I had Dallas with six, six um, 17, sorry. And then Salah, seven, Suchek, four, Mount, six, and then Bamford, four. Those guys there, they, they, they brought me back up. And then, obviously, Martinez in goal, he, he got me a solid four. I think he just got it from the saves that he made, to be honest. He must have done, because <clears> I, I benched him. I thought, yeah, he's, he's not coming away with more than one point in that game. Let me put on Forster. He's playing West Brom. and oh, we. No. we yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. No, yeah, no he definitely he got it. He got it from the saves he made. He made. He must have made a bunch of saves. So he got. He, he managed to scrape four points, even even with the game not going the way he wanted it to go. Yeah, I mean, but, hey, that's the thing. I've, Man- I've learned my lesson. Even if he's play, playing Man City, just stick him in there. Yeah, you that's know, the thing about Martinez. He makes himself look busy, which is always a good thing for for yeah, F- yeah. FPL. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Um, okay, uh, we're kind of just freestyling a little bit before we get to the usual part of um, player picks and predictions. Um, but I just wanted to start by saying bye bye Slavia Prague. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to miss Thank God. Thank God. Good riddance. Arsenal gave them a solid hiding. That's right. It was, the, it was the best performance I've seen from Arsenal all season. We will. There was a, there was an offside. So I don't know if you guys watched the game. I'll give you a quick rundown. Did any of you watch the game? No. All right. So, no. so within the first within the first ten minutes, we had a goal disallowed. Yeah, for for like a I don't. And if you watch Europa League, they don't actually show you any of the replays for for the VAR. So you're not even sure what they're calling. You don't know what right. who's might be offside or whatever. So you're just guessing. And anyways, mm. Smithrow was offside by his left toe, you know, or something like that. I don't know. But he was offside anyway. So that they 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 uh, that that got disallowed within two minutes. The ball was in the back of the net because we had scored. Mm. And then with, over the next 10 minutes, we scored two more. And then that was it, 3-0 <laughs> by 25 minutes. And they, they, were, they were out of steam. And then, um, and then Lacazette got one more in uh, towards the end of the game. And then he got subbed off for, for, to rest him. So if that's mm-hmm. a shout, so Lacazette got subbed off to be rested for, uh, for the weekend. But, um, no, I have to say, I, I'm, uh, my opinion and his is, is shifting a little bit. He's uh, a patch of form, man. He is totally in Arsenal. I've got some good games coming up, but yeah, um, I mean, what what can you say? Um, people are talking about Saka being a future captain. Is is that is that? Is that I don't you know, know. I think I think I don't I don't think he'll be the future captain. I think I feel like Tierney might get a shout before him just because of seniority and like experience. I don't know if Sa- Saka Saka plays well. But I think yeah. Tierney's got the Tierney's got the uh, the voice in the dressing room. I think yeah, see, more that's the thing. It's not it's not necessary about being the best player. Exactly. So I, I, I was surprised to hear that, but you know, yeah, yeah he, he's some gassed up guys. <laughs> <laughs> some people might say, "Oh well, you know, Slavia—they were, they were—it was they were mentally affected uh, by what happened. It got into their heads. It got into their skin." And the only response to that is, "Well, yes, of course it did, because that's what they were trying to do in the first place. So mm-hmm. why why should they get off lightly?" 
of course. of course that kind of thing is going to weigh on your mind so um you know if you would dish it out you should be able to take it 100 percent. i've got <laughs> so 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 what if it weighed on their mind they should just keep they should just keep their mouth shut and play football Wow, <laughs> I'm starting to get really riled up. Man, you know, too right. Like honestly, too right. Like when when I watched that the first time, I watched the first clip. I was like, "What's he doing?" Like because like for some reason, my eyes have I didn't even know who was involved in the incident, but my eyes are fixed to that that interaction. Like the guy yeah. just walked up over there and just whispered in his ear out of nowhere. And then obviously you saw from um, Kamara's reaction that it must have been something pretty dreadful. It was like yeah. there was there was literally no reason. You've you've gone out of your way to walk over and say something dumb. Just to yeah. just to rile up and get get a response. It was like, and you're winning the game as well. There was, yeah. they, they it wasn't like they needed that. He just wanted to no. rub salt in the wounds. Yeah, it was nasty, thinking, yeah. nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah, nasty business. But um, I think uh, a bit of uh, justice has been served there. Oh yeah, man, they got they got a good hiding at home in front of their fans. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. They they can all sit there and live with it now. The, the, the thoughts of uh, Lacazette and uh, Saka and Pepe gliding past them. They're, they're, they're going to have to close their eyes and see those guys coming at them in their dreams. Good. Good. Yeah, so, I mean, any, anything else? I mean, obviously, there's a, there was a craziness at Anfield earlier on in the week. Mm-hmm. Or should we not really go there? No, no, you're not there. I mean, if you want me to comment on it, I can comment on it if you want. I, I would love it. <laughs> Please do. Um, Liverpool missed a lot of chances. Yeah. Um, I reckon if they hadn't lost the first leg by that many goals, they would have probably been able to nick that one goal they needed. Um, I mean, the amount of saves and the amount of misses they had was incredible. And I think we all established that finishing was something that we didn't really think was a problem for Liverpool, but we've recently seen a drop in their home form where Mm -hmm. they haven't really been scoring as many goals as they previously were. So that's something to be worked on. I watched the game end-to-end and Trent played amazing um, in both defending and attacking, getting great balls in the box, positioning himself like to make sure he was available to make space for some of the other guys to run and also just like create a bit of... Create a bit of... um, create a bit of tension on the right-hand side. Mm. So he played really well. But I do think one thing which Liverpool were doing was they were relying too heavily on those crosses and mm. uh, the two yeah. centre-backs were just there to mop up all, all the balls. So it was the ta- unlucky. The tactic, I believe, is called crossing, inshallah. Like, there's someone in yeah. there somewhere and you don't really know what you're doing. Just just cross and pray. No, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> Trent actually got some really good balls in, which were to feet. So not always to head, actually to feet. Okay. Um, but the problem was the finishing, you know. Firmino's yeah. shots were saved. Salah's shots were saved. Mane's, Mane looks like he's lost a bit of form, which is quite disappointing. He's not this, it is. He's not the same Mane, but once again, I don't know what's going on. I, I do think maybe we also have to and this is something I don't really think about usually but do we have to take into consideration Ramadan and some of the players who would be who will be practicing this will it affect their energy levels it's just a thought it's something to consider I was just wondering I never I never watched the game but like did you notice any particular tactic change between the first leg and the second leg do you think Klopp tried something different because in the first leg I did I I caught that and I think 
Zidane had you guys number like he just knew exactly where he was going to aim it was quite obvious it was it was between uh Trent and the right right center back and he knew that dropping balls just there it might be difficult for you lot to handle so did 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 you guys change your tactics at all, at all in this leg or was it just was it just that oh yeah you know Anfield European night we'll do this <laughs> I think we applied more pressure in the second half I think we all gave right. him a respect in the first where when they had the ball we kind of dropped back and let them pass around so they made a mistake or okay we're in our half and then we closed them down I think in the second half they were attacking more more in their half but even in the first opening minutes we had a couple of chances to score which we didn't yeah. take but I think the second half we really put the pressure on them and not let them play the ball around as much we were like doubling up on players mm. uh, when they had the ball so I think second half we showed them less respect, but you know it wasn't good enough. And yeah, no, I, I've got to say that the, the finishing really, really, really surprised me. And um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously Liverpool have done comebacks before in Europe, and even though it's it's not just that team, but teams in the past have done them, obviously. Uh, but that team has has done them as well. And I don't know. Do, do you think it gets to them after a while? You know that it's like. Perhaps they just feel why? Why have we always got to come back? No, that doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know how to read it psychologically. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they did need a comeback, and you know, Liverpool are experienced in doing that. But mm. I think Real Madrid are also very experienced, and I think when they spoke about the mem- that, you know the players that they had, these are very experienced players, and they knew exactly what they needed to do to win the game, or yeah. uh, should see the game out. So um, yeah, experience. They had a game plan and they stuck to it and, you know, well done to them because they managed to get the result. But, yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, yeah, it's tough up there, though. Uh, God, mate, it's not easy up at the top, eh? So what do you reckon? I've, I've heard, I don't know, like, can you confirm these statements that I've heard? I don't know if it's propaganda. But I've heard that some of the Liverpool fans are asking for fan noise to be played a bit louder because they... They're lacking. They're lacking the twelfth man on these European nights. I wasn't sure. Is 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 it is it a thing of is it a thing of when when the fans aren't there, Liverpool can't play because your home form this <laughs> oh season god. is atrocious. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move, right. move on. Move. I'll take, take that as a fact that 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 he could confirm that some 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 Liverpool players have asked for this fan noise to be piped louder. Silly. <laughs> I, look, I think some people would just say anything after a game like that, uh, as, as we saw on Twitter. Like um, some 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 people just let that stuff slip out, but they probably shouldn't have said it in the first place. But anyway, I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious. Though, one last thing: who do you guys think is going to get the Champions League? It's quite an interesting one. Do you reckon PSG have got this? Mm, I, I think it's PSG and Man City. I can't see any English team doing too I well. Think, I, think I, mean, uh, I mean, I I don't know about Man City. There's just there's just just got a bottle written all over them. But so PSG. Yeah. But look how PSG are putting it together. PSG yeah, and Man but... City are, are are like the typical teams, big money, but don't get that far. And here they are. They're getting pretty far. Well, to be fair to PSG, they have got a new manager now, and um, he's certainly got a point to prove, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think their side of the, if you like, the 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 qualification draw. tree, the Man City oh, yeah. uh, PSG side is one of those two. Whoever wins that, I think they go on to win the final. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's got to be a high quality game, and uh, whoever's in it is got to have to dig deep. 
because so what's what's the other side of the draw is is, is Chelsea Real Madrid is it yeah oh, oh right yeah, so so Man ideally I would have liked it to be split and then a Man City PSG like uh, Arab money final, final. <laughs> yeah I think most people would have liked that but Arab um, money the, the chips did not fall that way no, um, I, I don't know I I I, I... I mean, one thing that Man City have impressed me with these days is that they just, they don't need a striker, do they? They just, yeah, just play without one. And with them sealing a deal in the semi-finals, you can expect more rotation. And they've got FA Cup, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they have. Um, so it's going to be a nightmare. It, it, it is. And I was just saying to um, Jamie earlier on that... I got into my head that uh, Pep is going to either play players or not, or he's either going to play his big players or not play them. They're not going to come on for like 30 minutes, which is exactly what he did with Hundan. And I got my one point. <laughs> so it, it, it's going to be a bigger nightmare than ever because Pep is going to do that thing where he just might bring people on for like 10, 15, 20 minutes and just mess with everybody's program. And yeah. um, so not even having a strong bench is going to save you. Um, either you have the Man City player and you take the pain, or you don't, and you have people who play. You know, the strong bench, because my bench is hella strong this week. 14 <laughs> points on my bench, that did not save me. Yeah, wow. Pep's pep, pep, pep sort of that. I wonder if he knows. I wonder if he knows the pain he causes, the, like a vast majority of England. For this. He, he's not on Twitter, is he? If he's on nah. Twitter, he would know. People would be hitting him up literally every day. That ball <laughs> fraud. Hey, it's the FPL. Because this week we've got a uh, Spurs double. Yeah, let, let's get on about? to that. Um, we'll, um, in fact, we might as well go go on to the... the do you know what? I'm going to start with the predictions and we can just let it flow from there. Cool. Um, so we, we start on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, another early weekend. Yes, you are. Right, Spurs have a double and their first game is against Everton uh, at Goodison Park. So, yeah, we're starting with predictions. Everton versus Spurs. How's that going to go? Oh, I mean, Spurs. Spurs win. I think. I think. I think. Just just by going going by the by the kind of uh, form that Kane's on and um, how Everton aren't really hitting the ground at the moment, I can see a Spurs win there. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be a barnstorming one, but it'll be a narrow one. But Spurs will win. Hmm. Um, I I'm going to. You're going to be contrary, to of say... course. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I think I think you either it'll be a, a, a it's going to be a tight game, and if it isn't a draw, then it will be a Spurs win. Mm-hmm. Because um, I I I just see Spurs making a big meal of this. Um, you're right. Everton are out of sorts. Um, they're not going to have DCL, but they still got dangerous players all over the pitch. Hammers is back. Dinier is looking dangerous like more dangerous than ever i mean you want to talk about crossing shalar there's dina for you right there <laughs> uh you know that that's the balls dropping balls into the box 24 7 and and you know spurs have got the the personnel to you know score but just they just they just let people in sometimes when they really should be winning games so yeah. narrow spares win if it isn't a draw that's 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 what i say okay Derek, I think you're muted. Um, so I definitely think it's going to be a Spurs win. 
Everton have been a bit shaky um, recently and Spurs have showed a lot of promise even though they lost um, to United. Um, I think the team looked really solid, especially with Son and Kane pairing back. I, I see a Spurs win. It's not going to be a massive Spurs win, but I definitely see a Spurs win. So for me, you know, um, I'm just going to go for Spurs win, Kane to score, Son to most likely score as well. Okay, good oh, stuff. done. No love for Everton. All right. Arsenal Sorry. versus <laughs> Arsenal versus Fulham. It's got to be an Arsenal win. And I don't I don't know if it'll be too much of a struggle. I don't agree with you. <laughs> All right. I got, I got nothing against Arsenal. Trust me, I don't. No, you, I don't you wait until the Leeds Liverpool prediction comes. No. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've got nothing against Arsenal, right? And to be fair, Arsenal should win, but Fulham have been getting so many draws and wins. It's unbelievable. Like, their playing style has completely changed, right? Can I just give you a quick stat? I'm hearing it. In the last 10 games, how many have Fulham lost? The last 10? Last 10? Yeah. I don't even I don't think of who they've uh, played in the last 10. Uh, I'm going to say five. How many one. have they lost? They've lost what? one in the last 10. One. What? And in the last 11, they've lost two. But out of those two, one of them they lost to Manchester City. They don't lose. Fulham are in... Sorry, this is sorry, This is the last away games. 11 away oh. games. Sorry, not just oh, games. Okay. 11 away games. They're not losing many. They're right. not losing many, right? So I think if, if, if we look at the stats, Fulham have a good chance away at Arsenal. Especially when we know that Arsenal isn't really the Arsenal they were before at home. They're, they're really not. I, mean, I reckon it's going to be a draw out of this. And I don't think Arsenal's going to lose. I just think it's going to be a draw. I hear you. I hear you. But Arsenal have got to beat them. They've won one in five of their last games. Arsenal have to win. Regardless of their away form, home form, it, ca- it cannot. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Arsenal can Arsenal it. Don't get me wrong. I'm an Arsenal fan. I know what we're about. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. But we, like, come on, man. Like, like opening the game of the season, we walked over them with Willian. <laughs> like I, I mean Fulham have changed actually. Fulham have changed but they ain't changed that much they're still they're still they're still relegation fodder <laughs> and, and even it might even get worse because it looks like uh, Big Sam's at the wheel in West Brom so like <laughs> you know yeah, he, he's heating it up Look, I, I, I've got to go with Derek here because the problem with Arsenal is is that they're consistently inconsistent you really don't know what you're going to get with them and after spanking Slavia Prague, it looks like they should be taking Fulham to the cleaners at home. You yeah. should. You should. But should and and what what should happen, what actually does happen, it's always different. And another thing I will say is, is as Derek quite rightly pointed out just now, the way teams are killing it this season, yeah? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Being at home means absolutely nothing. It means nothing. And and Fulham have got so much fight in them, it's unridiculous. They have got something to fight for. Arsenal, on the other hand, like just put the flip-flops on, yeah? Take Europa League, you know. There's not an awful lot of teams in there who are going to put up some resistance, apart from Man United, I suppose. It's just because, like, that, that's it. That's what it's all about, you know. So there's just... Okay, that's my long way of saying I don't know what's going to happen. I suppose so. I'm just going to go with Derek's prediction because I really don't. Have... Yeah, is that what you draw, said? Draw? 
I think it's going to be a draw. I think Fulham are definitely going to keep a draw because they, their away form is just incredible. It's literally incredible. And Arsenal have just gone away. They've won. We know what they're like sometimes. They they get gassed off the win. They don't really take respect the team properly. They don't really... They have this Jekyll and Hyde mode. And, okay. you know, like, they've gone away. They've got the win. So what would you they're call the score then? Back home. They're, they're going to be travelling back home, happy as hell. And they've got a game in you know, two days' time from tomorrow. I, I don't see them being in the same mind frame to win that game. I think it's going to be a draw. So I'm okay. calling it. I have a nil-nil or one-all. Nil-nil or one-all. All right. All right. I'm lacking this because it's going to be sweet on Sunday when I message you and tell you how wrong you are. That's what it's all about. It is. Okay. I want your neck out. I want your neck on the line. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got to. You've got to. I'm telling you, Fulham are fighters. They're fighting. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm a big... I, I admire Fulham a lot. I admire them. I, and obviously, I admire them because I've got an affinity towards Adamola Lookman. So, like, I, I do I do pay attention when I see where I see their scores. And I like to make sure I catch them on match the day at least. So, they are, they're a solid side. But, man, we it's just, like... Okay, I understand. Look, I'll see yeah. You is all over Europa. There's nothing to do with the Premier League right now, but you, you can't You can have the game if there's like a red card or a penalty or something. Nah, you know nah, what nah, I mean? Nah, not hearing <laughs> it. <laughs> 11, 11 versus 11 and with goals from open play. I just can't call it, man. Anyway. Um, uh, this is man... incredulous. You're, you're being mad. <laughs> How are you saying that we can't beat if 11 11? <laughs> How many times have we said that this season, though? Honestly, yeah, it's <laughs> you, just like all bets are off. Anyway, right, Man United versus Burnley um, at Old Trafford. See again, there was a Boys. time when you could put a score on that game without thinking twice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, this season, this season's dodge. Burnley have, have, come, have they come to that part of the season where they're reminding people that they're not the relegation footer they looked like at the beginning of the season. Mm. And interestingly enough. Those two guys who got up front, Chris Wood and, and, and Vidra, they're actually scoring goals, you know. Yeah. And I don't see Man United keeping a clean sheet because they just don't do that. Well, well, they haven't been doing it lately anyway, uh, in the league, that is. I, uh, I like the thing about Man United, yeah, and it's been this way the whole season. Like, you know, when you look at a team, you can look at Man City, you can even look at Liverpool and you can think, you know what, that's a good side, you know. Like they got, they got some, they got some, they got something about them. Like when you see them play, you're like they, they inspire confidence in their fans a little bit. When you look at Man United, it's like they look like they don't even know what they're doing, man. It's just like they, 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 they hustle, bustle, and somehow they get three points. And then you see, you see Ole Gunnar Solskjaer smile at the end and talking about passion and spirit. <laughs> like honestly, I that's yeah. that's my theory about Man United. And I've been saying it for a while actually. Like I just can't see what it is they're doing that makes them so impressive. But I don't think any of them know, really. And they'll I just say, all right, right, let's see how far we can take this. I think, I, think, I think you're right. I think all of us have expected Man United to just be like, like I don't know how to describe it. Like, you expect their luck to run out. You expect them to be like, ah, oh, they've been figured out now. Yeah, they've lost six in a row. Sounds about right. Do you know what I mean? But they haven't done that for a little while yet. And they're still like in second place. And it's like, oh, how, how are they still there? Actually, that's the thing. That's the thing. And it's, and it's the table that kills me at the end of it all. After all the talking we've been doing and after all the performances and Maguire falling over, Rashford missing open goals and all the rest of it, they're in second place. It's crazy. Yeah, second place. <laughs> 
they've come far. Mm. They've come very far. They have. Uh, Bernie going to win? Probably not. But I think they'll score a goal. Yeah, I reckon like 3-1 or 4-1 or something to United. I know, just imagine. It'll be, look, it'll be one one all year until the 87th minute. <laughs> yeah, and then Cavani <laughs> will get a brace or something and Then they'll like get three penalties in the eight, 97th minute or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, or uh, Maguire kicks somebody in the back of the head and VRA is looking at it. Oh, <laughs> is he going to? Nope, he's changed the red card to a yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. Oh gosh. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Alright then. It's a big one. On Monday, Leeds versus uh, Liverpool. I don't like calling Liverpool games, you know me. <laughs> I'll call it uh, then. Over to you, Jamie. <laughs> Leeds win. Comfy. Wow. <laughs> Alright, I refuse to listen to this. I'm just let, I'll just let you know, look, look, you're not one to talk right now. Leeds just took out the took out the guys who are on their way to winning it. So let's not mm. let's not talk. Ten men Leeds like took over Man City. You guys ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't ready. <laughs> you ain't got a leg to stand on. <laughs> what's what's the story? What's the likely lineup for Liverpool gonna be for that team? Are you is it gonna be still be Cabak and Phillips? And then what, like Milner, Henderson, and Wijnaldum, and then the, the, the front three and the I usual fullbacks. The guys who got rested, so they'll play Kata. They might play Ox. Kata um, get past the, back, the first half. The back will stay the same. The front will be a change. They'll play Jota instead of um, Firmino, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, or yeah, they'll yeah. play Jota instead of Mane. One of the two. Um, I reckon we've got goals in us. Leeds defense is not that great. Um, but I reckon Leeds will probably score as well. So, yeah, it's probably who outscores the other. But I see us outscoring Leeds because we've got more of an attacking threat, in my opinion. Um, you know what? Uh, I, I, If it were anything else, I probably would uh, go with Jamie's prediction. Well, not go with Jamie's prediction. I, I would have said a high-scoring a high draw. You know, just a good old-fashioned ding-dong. But uh, because I've got Jota and Salah, I'm going for a, a high-scoring Liverpool win. <laughs> By high-scoring, I, I mean that Leeds are probably going to get a couple of goals as well. But it, it's, it's going to be like 4-2 or something. Because I need Jota to score, basically. So I've got my faith in that boy. So, so you're not predicting your wishing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same thing. Don't give me that. Get off your high horse. Well, then let me give my prediction. I, will, I predict... A Dallas hat trick of assists and <laughs> on the end of them. <laughs> right, you may mock, uh, but I, I don't. Have I got any Leeds players? I probably don't. Let me I've just got check. Bammy. That's who I want to no, win. I, well, I, I don't have any Leeds players, so yeah, I'm going to give him a couple of goals. Yeah, Rafinha's probably going to get one, but maybe Bamford with the other. But um, Liverpool is going to score. And I'm... Would you play Bamford? Or and hear him, him, hear me out. Would you play? What's his name? Silva, Fabio Silva from Wolves. Oh, I don't play know. Play where? What do you mean? In, in whose side? In 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 the lead side, in, or in, just in, in in our side? Whatever side in, we want. In this game week. Oh, so, I'll play. I'll play Bamford. Star. Yeah, I was thinking that. I'll play but Bamford. Fabio Silva has Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah, yeah but. Um, 
Sheffield United lose games, but they don't get turned over. And the thing about Wolves is that, again, they're one of those teams who really make hard work of everything. And I think Neto's injured right now. So if they do win, it'll probably be like size who scores or or a Moutinho or something. (laughs) Somebody who's got no right to score. All right, um, Chelsea versus Brighton. (sighs) I don't know. I was going to... I would say a comfy Chelsea win, but then I don't know. I feel like they're, they're having a little bit of a wobble, maybe. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm just over exaggerating. No, you're not. I think I really do think Brighton can do something here. It really depends because Chelsea, if you guys have noticed, they do seem to rely on Mason Mount for goals now. Mm. The designated striker is not scoring for them. Yeah, and that's that's a worry, really, isn't it? It's uh, sweet for me, man. I'm telling you, the way Chelsea <laughs> fans used to rinse me because of Pepe, and now look, they got three Pepe's. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've got to say, I've got my eye on Pepe for next season. If, Pepe's, if get that, Pepe's hitting the ground, boy. <laughs> if they can get that left side sorted out, I, I reckon he just needs some reliable, trustworthy players and a system around him so he can produce consistently. Yeah. If he gets the right person behind him on that on that left side, I, I think we might see a lot more from him next season. It's just that dangerous. I just don't know if that's going to happen. We just got to um, see how they line up in the in the preseason and see who who Arsenal bring in. But Arsenal, I think if we manage to if we manage to pip ourselves into Champions League and get some money in, there's some big players that we're looking to bring in because Hakimi's okay. on the list as well, which is <coughs> quite exciting. Um, with, with Chelsea versus Brighton, um, I don't know. Um, I'd I'd like to think that. I mean, I mean, Thomas Tuchel is uh, a real dictator. Uh-huh. I was about to say the name of a very famous German dictator, but I don't think that would have gone down well. But was he German <laughs> or Austrian? He got me there. On track. <laughs> <laughs> the guy really, really likes having his own way. And uh, I think he's he's whipped them into shape, certainly in terms of controlling the game and defending. But you're right, they're not scoring. No, yeah. that's something they seem like they can the, the, the team doesn't seem really set up to score goals and that's that might come next season but this season i think he just wanted to stop them conceding and which he's, he's done a good job of that as for brighton well they always try really hard don't they and um, they defend really well and they create lots of chances and and shoot a lot uh, but it doesn't always come off that's the thing um, about brighton it's sad because like if they just had like i don't know like a half decent one in two striker or a mm. one-in-three striker, they would be putting teams away. They putting would. them away, honestly. That's, if, they had, if they had like a Giroud or like a Defoe up front, they would be battering teams. You know, the other day yeah. I was thinking that things aren't looking so good for Tammy at Chelsea, and I was wondering who would take him. People were talking about like West Ham and Crystal Palace. Mate, Tammy at Brighton would do Bits. He would. He would be. In the, he would be. He'll be in contention for top scorer this season if he was at Brighton from the beginning. But, but like the way that the way they're doing him at Chelsea, it's just so it's sad. Dirty. It's dirty. They brought in this he's, German German. <laughs> he's got to sit there and watch Werner, you know, put it over the bar or or fire wide or he's fired wide again. He oh, he's taken too burning. many touches and and he's sitting there watching Werner shrug, throw, throw his hands up in the air, and like I don't even want to think about. What because, must be because, because the thing about Tammy is he's a one-man band. He'll he'll mm. he'll 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 handle the two centre backs all on his own. He'll put True. one behind his shoulder and he'll skid up the other one and yeah. then get a shot off. <laughs> yeah, 
That's what you want. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe one 0 to Chelsea. I would say a score draw. Oh. I think Chelsea are going to get surprised at the last minute. Oh, yeah, that might happen. Um, all right then. So the second Spurs game, which has got us all so excited, where they take on Southampton. Mm-hmm. Again, you seem like they're on the beach, but uh, who knows? They they have been known to, <laughs> to see embarrassed teams as well. This is true. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's it's like Southampton are one of them bogey teams. Like you just don't know what Southampton you're gonna get. You don't. You really you don't. don't. <laughs> you haven't got a clue because like like some weeks they might like they might get two free kicks and they put both away and then Ings yeah. gets one at the end and it's like oh they're freeing them up all of a sudden. But, like, but then the other times they, they just don't turn up. No, and Hasselhoff's he's doing his nut on the sidelines and they're like oh. He's he's shouting at us in German again. Let's let's just ignore him, shall we? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like like you'll see the you'll see the final. You know the attacking thirds um, possession stats, and it'll be like one percent in the in their opposition <laughs> side. And it's like, what are you doing, Southampton? Oh like, gosh! Like Shea Adams is sitting down. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's picking grass out of his studs. I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. It's I'll I'll say a school draw. I guess to play it safe. Like what? I suppose you kind of got to think of like, is Mourinho going to go out for it? Is he going to push for it? Or is he going to be concerned about them? Because if he's concerned about them and Southampton feel like Spurs are sitting back a bit, then it could be a much more interesting game because then that means Southampton are going to try and go for it and then there's going to be space in behind. So then both teams can kind of score, you know? That's true. Southampton do leave a lot of space and, and Son is going to like that and Kane is going to like that as well. Exactly. So yeah. it's, 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 it, depends, it depends which way it's going to go. It could either be a... a just because of the Spurs, I'm going to call Southampton win. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't blame you. <laughs> Just because I, I ain't got any Spurs defenders. E-man. Oh, it's a tough one. I've, I've looked at this. I've got a Southampton defender and I was wondering if I should um, play them or not. But I've decided against it. I, I reckon Saints look a bit shaky. So I reckon they're going to get bored. All right, fair enough. And finally, um, Villa versus uh, Man City. Yep, yep, yep. We don't know don't what know. team to play, but I think they should win. But once again, we don't know who they're going to play. They've got a game before this, don't they, with the FA Cup game. Yeah, exactly. You're right, right. exactly. Right. A lot of players might be rested, or a lot of players will play. During... So I don't know who's going to play, basically. We have to... You have to. This is the hard part. You have to plan in advance. People like Gundogan, they played the full game in the Champions League. He's got mm. another game in a couple of days' time. Is he going to play? Most likely, no. So he will most likely start the Premier League game. Yeah. I, I'm always, uh, I'm always um, weary of doing the whole. He rested this week, so he's going to play next week. Because, because sometimes the pep, he's just like, do you know, what? I'm going to rest this guy for three games in a row. Why? Because I'm Pep Guardiola. That's why. Because because the reality, the reality you're right though. Because the reality is, at the end of the day, he's resting them because because he wants to. It's not because mm. it's like completely necessary. These are they're, they're, they're top they're top level athletes. So they could mm. they could play two games a week and be mm. and still probably be semi decent. You know, like it's and not that fair, bad. <laughs> a lot a lot of the time, Pep says that uh, he needs his players to get into the rhythm. He knows he's going to need his full squad. Yeah. For the next few weeks, so he needs them all playing some minutes and getting their rhythm, and you know, and just just getting into that playing groove. And sometimes you just got to play the fringe players so they so they get you know kind of up to speed because you can't have them playing like fifteen minutes here and fifteen minutes there. You pay them ninety minutes, sixty minutes, ninety minutes, 
Um, so yeah, an awful lot of speculation about who uh, City are actually going to um, select. Yeah, Who've they got in the Cafe like, Cup? Some really big games. They've got Chelsea in the FA Cup on Saturday. Then on right. Wednesday they've got Villa, and then on on the Sunday following they've got Tottenham, and then on the Wednesday following they've got PSG. They have not got an easy run of games. That is big rotation actually. That's mm-hmm. Chelsea, Villa, um, Tottenham, and Man City within the space of two weeks. Okay, he's going to have to step it up for the Chelsea game. And um, for and for that reason, I reckon we're looking at a low-scoring Man City win because, um, let's face it, at some point, you've got to take your eye off the ball in the league if you're in four competitions and you're 11 points ahead. Points ahead. Yeah. But they, they might just free-fall as far as the league goes. I mean, they, I, think, I, mean to be honest, I think they could probably afford to get away with that as well because mm. their running isn't that bad. Because after Villa, no. they've got Palace. Actually, no, Palace is a bit of a bogey team for them. Then they've got Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton and Everton. Yeah, that, I mean, that's not too bad. I, I, you know, I, I've got to, I don't know about Palace these days. Like, I, I think they've, they've, the writing's on the wall for a lot of them. And they, they seem to just stop. You can't see a Zaha brace? <laughs> no, no, I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <coughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. So low, low scoring Man City win, something like one nil. Fair enough. Okay. Sorry, Derek. Did you give a prediction or? Yeah, I think City will win. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, right then. Uh, play picks. Who wants to start off? I'll go first. Cool. Um, cool. I'm looking at my favourite player in the Premier League, Je- Je- Jesse Lingard. <laughs> As we know, God, he's, he's been he's been having some great form recently, and uh, I missed out on him in the last two game weeks. So I think <laughs> maybe third time's a charm. <laughs> so I'm so can... glad we put him in our FPL Bros team. Honestly, honestly, he's paid dividends. <laughs> he's literally paid dividends. But yeah, I'm looking at Jay Lings, and then I don't think it's any surprise here. Kane up front with uh, with a Spurs double game week. They can't afford to have Kane out the side. He seems like he's not going to stop scoring. You're bound to get some kind of points this week with with him. All right. And, uh, you know, you shouldn't overthink it. He plays 90 minutes most of the time, 80, 90 minutes. He's on penalties, you know. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, he, you know, he, he does his job. That's that fair enough. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so was, are those your picks? Yeah, those are my picks. Jaylings because of uh, Newcastle and then uh, Kane because of the double game week. Okay. Big D? Well, so I do fancy a Tottenham player because of the double game week, but I would have chosen Kane. So, you know, just, just putting it out there that I do agree with that pick there. Very strong. Second one is a bit of a strange pick for me, but I think it's getting harder to ignore the form that West Brom are bringing. They're not the best team in the world, but they are getting some goals. And Callum Robinson and Diagni, I think that's how you say his name, Mm. are definitely critical in, in getting those goals for them. So... I'll probably stick with Callum Robin- Robinson. I know Leicester have a uh, FA Cup game against Southampton. That's right. Yeah. So I'm expecting a week in Leicester side, especially with n- not that many subs available for them. I expect them to be a bit more tired by the time they play the refreshed West Brom team who have won the last two games, um, Chelsea and Southampton, which are, you know, quite big games. So I can see some goals coming from um, 
from West Brom. So yeah, my second pick is um, Callum Robinson. Um, Robinson, sorry. Now my final pick was going to be a Wolves player, but you guys have kind of rained on my parade. So <laughs> I'm just going to go for a Wolves defender, and I'm going to say Samedo. Um, he's obviously got a lot of potential, um, a lot of goal threat um, ability. So he's going to be my final pick. All right, good stuff. Yeah, um, I'm going to look a bit more long-term with my picks. They're not just going to be for this week necessarily. And uh, they're going to be a lot along your lines, Derek. So again, we will have a Wolves defender in there and I'm going to go with Roman Saiz. Um, I mean, I'm not sure he's 100% nailed, but I did see him take a free kick the other day from like 20 yards out. And I thought, ooh, you know, (laughs) I like the look of that. And uh, Wolves have got some decent fixtures coming up. And, uh, you know, when they want to, they can play really well and defend really well. And then, again, like you did, Derek, uh, I'm going for a Westbourne player. And but the guy I'm going for is um, Pereira, my boy, Mateus Pereira. Yeah, I remember I did actually mention him right at the beginning of the season. But now Big Sam's got them playing. Uh, he's one of the more creative players in the team. And he doesn't always get on the score sheet. But, you know, he's normally in and around the points uh, if, they, if they're if they going to play well. I mean, he's quite close to a hat-trick um, when they um, uh, played. Who's that team that they thrashed the other day? Um, Chelsea? Yeah. It, yeah. Chelsea. Yes, it was Chelsea. Yeah, I think he, yeah, got, he was close in. to a hat-trick. Yeah, they tucked Chelsea in 5-2. Yeah. I love that. But then they also, they also beat... Um, they also be um, Southampton three 0 Southampton three yeah. 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 But Chelsea won't. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't think you got you got any points in the Southampton game, but no, you know, Chelsea was, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, you're right. He was one off of a one off of a hat trick, and then Callum Robson was also one off of a hat trick in that game. I yeah. know, mental. Um, and then finally, uh, it's going to be a Bernie forward because uh, I'm going a bit left field and a Vidra. I'm going to go with Vidra, uh, although I could have easily have gone with Wood. Um, actually, you know what? Scratch that. I don't know why I said that. It's staring me right in the face. Ianacho, that's who I'm going for. Yeah, forget <laughs> the <laughs> Ianacho. Um, I didn't think he could man. keep it up. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think he could keep it up, but he has kept it up. I think he's the, the player of the month as well. And um, I, I was worried that uh, when Madison comes back or... Um, uh, Who's the other one? Body. Um, sorry. Oh, oh, oh Barnes. Yeah, Barnes. That's it. Yeah. I, I thought that one when, when the, they both come back or one of them comes back, um, he he's he's gonna have to drop to the, the bench again and be impact sub or whatever, uh, because the team seemed to be built around having Vardy, Barnes, and, and Madison and, and Tienemans. But Ben Rogers seems quite happy to persist with him, and why wouldn't he? And I think he said that he sees him as a long term replacement for Vardy so you might as well get the boy playing and scoring and get his confidence up because he's got some big boots to fill mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah and like obviously with, with what's going on at Leicester and uh, I think uh, Perez more or less losing his place uh, yeah I think uh, Inacho's spot is his to lose now so you could do worse yeah I was going to go for a cheap Bernie forward but I thought no Inacho let him have it so that's, those are my picks nice picks mate yeah 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 all right then i'm gonna call it time on that there because we've actually been speaking for quite a long time just wanted to say 
that we are we have got an index now uh if you listen to the youtube version of this um so all the uh sections of the show are indexed so you can scroll on down to the description and then pick wherever you want to start or you know if you lose your place or you want to hear <laughs> one of our, our sparkling sections all over again click on it straight away in that magic amazing stuff <laughs> yeah uh yeah so apart from that uh, i think that's it let's see we've got any more to say yep all right then so uh thanks again for uh taking the time out to do this really appreciate it and uh, uh we haven't been on for a while uh so it's good to be back even if it's just for one week and uh all that's left for me to say is goodbye goodbye from me peace out guys okay bye bye everyone <laughs>